This is the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and today we're going to have a little bit of a conversational type of episode where I'm going to share some of my biggest lessons over the past year, but specifically the last six months, because man, oh man, it has been a doozy of a time, but I wanted to kind of pull out some lessons that I think can help you as you're going into the summer, as you're going into maybe thinking about your next launches. So stay tuned. And if that sounds interesting, keep on listening. The Fearless Launching Show was created to answer the question, how can I launch my big idea to the world in the most simple, straightforward way possible and reach more of the right people? I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and I've been helping six and seven figure business owners launch for over a decade. And while I love geeking out about improving launches, new launch strategies, what's working, what's not working, I'm also obsessed with exploring the heart, the mind, the challenges of running your own business. And that's what we're going to do each and every week. I want to show you how to launch that course or coaching program or other creative work and navigate the journey of being an online entrepreneur. So if you're ready for some new perspectives, some new stories around launching, well, I can't wait to share those with you. Let's get into today's episode. All right. Welcome back to this episode. So summer is here. This is the last week of the school year for my daughter. And let me just tell you that this episode is going to be very conversational, very just raw me chatting with you and kind of catching you up on some things, but also sharing some lessons that I think that I've pulled out that are specifically ones that I think that you will be able to use yourself. You'll be able to think about and maybe apply yourself. So my entire year and beyond (laughs) this last school year, the last like year, you know, 2020, 2021 so far has been about school, about getting my daughter through seventh grade, about you know, dealing with this whole homeschooling thing about moving and then her her deciding she wanted a homeschooling again. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness. But anyways, we'll get into that in just a second. But it has been a very trying time. And I wanted to share some lessons I've learned about things related to business, related to learning, which can help your students if you're a course creator, and what to do when so many things shift your focus. So, you know, some of the questions that I've asked this year is, does this mean that I can't have a business? Is this like, is this going to be my life now? Am I just going to be a full-time homeschooling teacher with a daughter who doesn't want to listen to me? With with someone who doesn't really, you know, I'm not a teacher in her world. So the dynamic has been very strained because of that. So here's the thing uh, that I've really kind of come to and I keep coming back to and that life exists in seasons and your business exists in seasons. Some sometimes are going to be feel really easy 
really light, really effortless, like normal everyday living. You know, there'll be challenges here and there, but things are fairly easy. And then other times, you know, things won't feel as great. It feels like you're just pushing and pushing and still not making a dent. And we're going to talk about how to kind of have more of that effortless feel in the upcoming episodes. Like I think it's the next one next week's. But I mean, just just very bluntly this year, I feel like I have focused a lot on, you know, supporting my daughter as she's in distance learning at her schools, first in Los Angeles, which I thought they were disorganized, but honestly, they've got their ish together. And when we got to Florida, it has just, it just blew my mind. It has, is still blowing my mind. And, you know, we're in the, actually, it's the week before school, as of this recording, gets out. Um, So you'll hear this, and we still kind of have a few more days, but this is the last week of conferences, school, like virtual conferences. But the quality and the way education is happening, it's like... I'm, I'm nervous already about next year and what that's going to bring and just so many kind of personal in-home challenges that have really just threw me for a loop. And that's why I have to do these batches when I'm feeling it because there are a lot of other things that kind of take my energy away. And I know I'm not alone in this. I, I've spoken to a lot of uh, Fearless Launchers, members of the program that I know, some friends who have kids, and everyone is really struggling with this. And right now we're just burnt out. We're ready to like take a break. That's why I was like, let's just get this podcast done for the next eight weeks and, you know, have some fun time together because you know, since September, it really hasn't been fun. Um, so here are some of those rules, those those things, not rules, but some of those realizations, some of those lessons. Um, the first one is actually, I want to thank Brooke Castillo for this one and my friend Hillary for reminding me about it. And basically the 50-50 rule, like it's not always going to feel easy. It's not always going to feel hard. So look at any situation in your life or your business. Some things are easy. Some things are hard. Some things are good. Some things are bad. And generally, like you could even say that about your relationships. Some days are going to be great with whoever that person is, whether it's a significant other or it's a um, a spouse or a child or or your parents or your sisters, whatever. Like there's going to be days when things are great and when things are not. You could even say that about yourself. And so as much as I want to focus on the things that aren't working, which believe it or not, I have done a lot of that kind of focus, um, which I, I don't love saying that because I'm very, um, what is it? I'm very, the glass is half full type of person. I'm very positive as often as I can be. But honestly, uh, if I can pull back and just say, okay, well, what is the good? Where's, where's the, where's the highs? Where's the lows? Where's the good? Where's the bad? Where's the challenge? Where's the ease? And just remind myself that no matter what I'm feeling, there is actually something that exists on the other side of the coin, on the other side of the kind of the pendulum swing that exists right now. So as long as I can kind of no matter what I'm doing, like if I'm in that negative space, if I can go to the other side and be like, oh, well, that's also happening. So we live in the and. The next thing that I've learned and that just reminded me of everything is, you know, 
I'm the boss. You are the boss. This is a great reminder, even when other people expect you to do the same things or do things in a certain way in your business. Meaning if clients, customers, students, past past customers expect you to be um, operate in a certain way, you're the boss. You don't owe your blood, sweat and tears to anyone, to your customers, to your coach, to your to anyone. You don't owe an explanation to anyone. And I want you to remember that. I've had to adjust this year so I could do the easiest things possible to work for me in this very trying time, like saying no a lot, repurposing content, batching like this, uh, shutting things down, shutting programs down until I could figure out what I wanted to do with them because it just felt too hard. Um, Saying yes to clients. Um, taking on taking on easy um, consulting and ongoing kind of roles with companies who I love to work with, uh, streamlining systems. These are things that I have been able to wrap my head around this year. Remember, we go into the whole brain. I'll tell you a little bit about it at the very end, but next week's is really gets into this. Um, the next thing that I learned was overmanaging leads to overly dependent people on you. So there's a great book called The Coaching Habit. If you haven't read it yet, read it because it gives you some really key questions to coach your students, your clients, your kids, your spouse, your significant, whatever you want to call these people in your life, your your siblings, anyone who comes to you for help. And uh, one of the things I rem- I just I remember I haven't read the book in about a year and a half or two at this point, but I remember really clearly it saying, you know, when you tell people kind of like the answer or you give them the exact path, it leads to overdependence and that does not that hinders any kind of growth. So here's the thing. <laughs> when you offer to help at every single step, you may think you're pushing, you're motivating, you're encouraging, but guess what? You're actually managing. People will tell you that they don't need to be managed in a lot of different ways. And you'll be able to start, you'll see it at first. And you'll see some people act like they want to be managed. Those are the people to really watch out for because they can stay in a program with you for three, six months and not make any progress because you're telling them every single thing to do. They're not able to think on their own. This is one of the things that I think is so important. This is why this is why Fearless Launching is structured the way it is, the program, because I'm not going to everybody ask me, oh, what's your strategy? Like, give give me your process for launching and um, no, my process is to teach you how to create your own process. So that's why, I mean, this is something I've done all my professional life. I manage people, right? In my project management jobs and my director of operations jobs and product management. So even now, I struggle with this. And I have a lot of, um, I, sh- I have a lot of love for, <laughs> obviously, for my daughter, Mila, having to deal with this because everything has because everything was so out of control this year because everything was so uncertain in so many different ways well mama ann was looking for stuff she could control and manage and know and monitor and one of those things was are you on your class or did you finish your homework and honestly that really stunted her growth this year i mean i feel like i felt like i had to do it in order to get her through the year and 
I don't know if that's true. And in fact, I don't think that is true. <laughs> so, so I'm working on that now. I'm, you know, I'm dealing with that. That's my issue. And it's something that it doesn't just happen because of a pandemic. It happens anytime I feel out of control or kind of lost in any way. Like it could be a small thing or it could be just any, if I'm feeling any confusion or I'm not able to make a decision, this is where I go to. What can I control? And just know that that is not a great place to be. But the lesson for you is not that. That's my lesson. The lesson for you is to think about how you're leading people. If you're a coach, if you're, you have courses, if you work with clients that you're really just consulting on, are you, are you teaching them how to live without you? And I think that's what we have to say. I'm like, are they going to be okay doing this without me? You know, so many people talk about their web developers, not letting them do anything. So they spend years and years paying this person because they, they've been afraid to take that step themselves. And I think that we always want to prepare people to do stuff on their own. They will thank us for it. Okay. Um, okay, so the next lesson is that you can be your worst enemy when you add too many new things in. So here's what I mean by that. Um, so at the same time, I'm doing all this trying to deal with uncertainty and I am saying only yes to things that feel like I can actually handle them based on everything that's going on. Um, at the same time, I did things that added so much stress to my year. I mean, so much stress. I moved to another state in the middle of working on a big client project when we could have just stayed put and not changed anything. Now, I didn't love my place in L.A. And I was like I was ready for my daughter to be around her dad and just, you know, and get over to where maybe she would possibly be in school, which, you know, that didn't pan out the way we thought it would. But I'm happy we left L.A. at this time for this important pause for both of us. But the truth is we could have waited until the end of the school year. Why did I need to add it in right then? So many different things could have been different. But I'm glad we're on the East Coast and that we've got plans for the summer that are easy. So I am glad for that. But I, I just want to say that sometimes adding stuff in because we think it's it'll make things better or, you know, or let's say we want things to change and then we just change everything. Sometimes you can be your worst, your own worst enemy by doing too many new things. Um, this, again, is something I'm going to talk about in next week's episode. All right. The next piece is the last lesson I want to share with you. And I think this is important. Good friend of mine, Annette Stepanian. Annette, if you ha you're hearing me, I'm going to give you a call soon. She's over in San Francisco. Got a new baby this year, um, last year. And I got to reach out to her. Anyways, um, growth and revenue may not come from where you expect it to. So here's what I mean by that. Actually, Annette, Annette had this great thing that she shared with me. Here's what Annette said. Annette said that, you know, you don't have to make back the money how you spent it. it something like that. So what that meant was, let's say you join a program that's going to teach you how to do Instagram ads. And you spend a lot of money and you spend a lot of money on the ads and no sales come in. And then later you make money because of like 
consulting or people coming in through your Facebook or whatever. Like you don't have to make money the same way you spent it. So if I, let's say, because I've taken a, a few, done a few coaching programs in the past couple of years, several years, I always usually am in one. And let's say I decided I wanted to be in this coaching program to learn the strategy to do challenge launches or build a high ticket program or something like that. But let's just say that I wasn't making money back from that. I might feel bad like, oh man, that was a bad decision. But in the meantime, I still have revenue coming in from other places and other avenues. So the thing is, is like you have to be open and okay with money coming into your business and welcome it into your business from different places, from different channels, especially if you're a solopreneur. Okay, you may want and you have to you I encourage you to be flexible in coming up with ideas where different ways it can come in, right? You may want all your revenue to come in through, let's say, an evergreen funnel. But what if it doesn't right away? So you're going to feel bad about the decision? Or are you going to be flexible enough to see where it is coming in? Maybe it's coming in through affiliate things and you just are noticing these little micro payments in your PayPal. Maybe you are having clients you know, sign with you. And maybe you're signing contracts to work with people long term. Maybe you are making sales of other things. Maybe you are deciding you're going to do some spot consulting. So these are really, it's really important to just be flexible and open to revenue. And I think that um, we all have this weird thing where I better have it through this. This is the kind of business I want. Like what if your business is just courses, but people just sign to work with you as your coaching client? Or what if you have courses and people want to hire you as a consultant so you make most of your money consulting? Like you, you can be open to that. Or maybe you're a consultant, but you have this course that you give people. You also sell it and more people buy that than actually sign up to work with you. You have to be, you have to be willing to be flexible with that. Okay. So over the next several weeks, I've got some different episodes for you. Some to challenge how you work, how you're, and to work with your brain's ability in mind, how to help your work, help basically how to help you work smarter, better, really with more ease. Better to me is more with more ease. And also how to make decisions about your business instead of thinking anything is an all or nothing situation. Well, that didn't work. Going to try this. So it's about switching. We're going to talk about that. And honestly, I can't wait for you to hear these episodes. So stay tuned each and every week. Next Thursday is the next one. You're going to get an episode, a brand new episode. Um, and I think I've done episodes for the whole summer already. Can you believe that? Oh my goodness. Um, so next week, we're going to do an episode all about your brain and how to prepare your brain for launching. And there's some tricks to having a better launch just by keeping your, your noggin in mind and understanding how your brain works. I cannot wait for you to hear that. But hey, beyond that, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. I'd love to know how you're doing and how lessons you've learned this year that have really maybe come to you uh, in a more difficult way <laughs> and some that just kind of came easily to you. I want to know what you think of these lessons, the 50-50 rule. You are the boss. Um, over managing is no bueno. Um, 
adding too many new things, no bueno. <laughs> Growth and revenue may not come from where you expect it to. Be flexible. So let me know, Has had, have any of these kind of like sparked something, a thought, an aha? I'd love to hear from you, okay? Read the comments, I mean the, the show notes below, and you'll find out how to reach out to me, and I will put any links down there, including the link to the show notes over on the blog. And that's it. Have a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you next week. <laughs>